Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about personal branding, which I think is increasingly important. You're seeing a lot of influencers, people on Snapchat, people on Instagram. A lot of people are becoming brands. A lot of people are starting to work with influencers more and more. And the question is, how do you yourself become an influencer and leverage that brand at the end of the day? And Neil is actually a very, very big brand when it comes to online marketing. He's very focused on building his brand. He's done a really good job with it. So I really like to pick his brain in this episode, find out exactly what goes on in his head and how he makes this work. So Neil, tell us about why you think personal branding is important and what you're doing exactly to kind of fortify that brand. As an individual, think about who you connect more with. Do you connect more with Coca-Cola or LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or Kim Kardashian? Chances are you connect more with the individual than you do with the corporate brand. For that reason, I believe personal branding is one of the strongest and most important things you could be spending your time, energy, and money on as a marketer. Yeah. So if you think about people like, I'm going to give you a perfect example here. If you follow Gary Vaynerchuk, entrepreneur, runs VaynerMedia, you see he's active on Snapchat, YouTube, he's podcasts everywhere. His brand is continually exploding. And if you go to Google Trends, which is a great tool for looking at how big these brands really are, you can see the trend line over time. His brand is just continuing to get bigger and bigger. You look at people like Tony Robbins, very big brand, Oprah, for example. And when you have a brand like that, you can control what you want to do with the audience. What do you want to help your audience with at the end of the day? The toughest thing is building that audience, in, in my opinion. It takes a lot of time. You talk, you talk about Neil playing the long game. It takes time to build that audience. And, you know, a lot of people now are, are saying, well, it, may, my, it might make sense to build that audience first before you even try to sell anything. And Neil is just, he's just continuing to do that. So what are some tactics that have worked for you, Neil? Sure. A simple tactic if you're trying to get started in personal branding is building up your social profiles, Twitter, Facebook. When you get a friend request on Facebook, even if you don't know them, add them. Why? Because then when you share something, a personal image, something about your business, something about your hobbies or whatever it may be, people are seeing you. So start off with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Leverage these popular social media sites. Share your day in the life of you. Share what you're doing to learn or your corporate stuff, your business stuff, whatever it may be. And grow from there. Add all your friends that you already know. Cross promote your social profiles with each other. So for example, if you're on Twitter, tell people to follow you on Facebook. And on Facebook, tell people to follow you on Twitter. For Instagram, tell people to follow you on Snapchat. And for Snapchat, tell people to follow you on Instagram, right? So pair up Snapchat and Instagram together because they have a similar type of audience and pair up Twitter and Facebook together. And when you cross promote like that, you'll get more and more fans. There's also Twitter tools I don't know which one my assistant's using, but what it does is it follows people within your space or the space you want to be branded in. And when they follow you back, great. It keeps it so you're following them. And then if they don't follow you back after a few weeks, it removes them as a, in essence, after a few weeks, you won't be following them anymore if they didn't follow you back. 
This way, you can grow your Twitter following, and then when you tell people on Twitter to follow you on Facebook, it helps as well. Eric, do you know what tool that is? No, I've actually never heard of that. There's a ton of tools that can do it. All it does is you just add them as friends. Dude, you know the tools. Tweet follow? Probably one of them, but all it is is a following tool where it follows like manually, you follow two, 300 people a day, and then you unfollow the people that didn't follow you back after two weeks. We'll have to dig that up. All right. So on my side, I think when I first started doing growth everywhere, and that's the podcast where I interview a lot of different entrepreneurs, the thing is, I really had no objective with that in the beginning. It was really just to pay it forward because nobody was talking to entrepreneurs and talking to executives and really diving into marketing tactics that that really work and what helped them get their first 100 or 1,000 customers. And that... That started to grow on its own, and you know now now you know we're we're reaching if cumulatively for that specific brand about seventy thousand people a month, and that's continuing to grow. And it's only been about two and a half years, and it's going to get bigger and bigger as long as you stay consistent with it. So that that's one thing, right? You you have to provide a lot of value to the audience. It's not just oh I'm going to post pictures of my food or I'm going to you know this is me partying. And you know there are some people that that, that have that will show off those lifestyles that can build a really big brand because they're doing something unique. But again, because they're doing something really unique, they're providing uh, value to their audience. And you have to figure out what type of value you can provide to your audience. This is how you build your following at the end of the day. So, Neil, what are some, I mean, what, what are some things that you're doing right now actively that you can share that that's working? Sure. So I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Ramit Sethi, and I said, hey, out of all the things you've done, what has helped you grow your brand more than anything else? And he has a popular blog. He does YouTube videos. He does interviews. He's been on TV. Uh, he's written a book. And he actually told me, Neil, the number one thing, and keep in mind, he gets millions of visitors to his website. He said the number one thing that's helped grow his brand more than anything else was writing a book. And for that reason, I'm writing a book called Hustle, right, with uh, two other co-authors that comes out later this year. But I was like, all right, why not give it a shot? And when I look at Google Trends to see the spike in people's brand, the people who usually have the biggest brand are ones who've published books. You don't have to publish a book, but it does help. The other thing that I'm doing is continually blogging and not just blogging on my own website, guest posting on sites like Entrepreneur, Forbes, Inc., etc. If you're not known, no worries. When I hit up Forbes, they didn't know who I was, even though I've been in my career for many years. So what I do is I'll go to Forbes, I'll network with some of the guest contributors there. And the reason I say guest contributor, that's a key phrase. That means they do not work at Forbes or anything like that. They're just writing for fun for free. And Forbes isn't compensating them. So let's say someone who writes at Forbes could be uh, a guy named Jason. So I'll say, hey, Jason, big fan of yours. I love reading your articles on Forbes. I noticed you wrote this article on SEO. Uh, but you didn't mention A, B, and C tactic. If you did, I think it would really help your readers or your visitors, etc. Cheers, Neil. And that's it. Usually, Jason's going to email me back and say, Hey, Neil, thanks for the feedback. This was great. I'm not asking for anything. I'm just building up a relationship. Next time, after he responds, I let it wait for a few days. I then may end up emailing him and say, Hey, Jason, love this post that you wrote on uh, blogging. I loved it so much that I even shared it on my favorite social sites, Facebook and Twitter. Enjoy, Neil. And that's it. He's usually going to respond with thanks. And then maybe a week later, I'll follow him up with him again. And I'll say, Hey, Jason, I have a quick question for you. I really love what you're doing and I want to follow in your footsteps. One of the things that is one of my life goals is to write for sites like Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur. 
How do you go about writing on Forbes? I also can write amazing content. I don't know if it'll be as good as yours, but I would love to take a shot. Anyway, you can introduce me to the editor there. Cheers, Neil. And the key with that email is that I said, any way you can introduce me to an editor there. If you get an email introduction from a writer on a popular site to the editor, chances are the editor will respond and will give you a shot at writing articles there. So now if you look at it around the web, and this is how I got one of those job opportunities that I talked about in an earlier podcast where someone offered me a 2 million base and commissions of like 4 million extra or whatever, so 6 million total compensation. The guy's like, yeah, I was Googling for stuff related to content marketing and I saw your articles all over the web because he was reading sites like Inc., Entrepreneur, Forbes, etc. It helps a lot. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, you know, Neil's a big brand. He can write for all these sites. No problem. He can write a book. He can do all this crazy stuff. And here's the thing, like you just have to start somewhere in, in the beginning. Like even if you start blogging first, it's going to build up over time. You're not going to get results. You know, blogging is probably a 12 to 18 month journey before you even start to see anything. But things start to build up. I'll, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I've never, ever done public speaking in the past. And I was invited to speak at a local event at, at a tech event in Santa Monica and just had 50 people. And I was nervous as hell. And I, I was learning how to do all that. But I mean, that was my very first one. You have to start somewhere. You're going to suck. It's okay. But Eventually, you're going to start getting invited to more things. You're going to get more opportunities coming your way. And Neil mentioned something very important about relationships, too. When you're able to add value to people, people are going to come reach out to you. I did a webinar recently just on just to my own email list. I hit my own email list. And after I did the webinar, I had a company from Brazil reach out. And they said, hey, why don't you come speak to our audience? We're doing a conference uh, with 2,500 people in Brazil. And, you know, we connect like that. And then now I'm actually going to Brazil in the next four weeks or so. So stuff like that, I mean, serendipitously will start to happen as long as you keep the wheels churning, as long as you don't give up and you stay persistent. Because a lot of th- a lot of times people just give up when it comes to this branding stuff. And it's a, it's a lot of hard work. You're building something for the long term and you want people to know you as, as somebody that adds value for the long term. So before we close it out, Neil, anything to add? Yeah, there's one other thing. As Eric mentioned, it's a long term, long haul, long play. You're not going to see branding results within the first three, six months, even year. It takes years to build up a brand and it takes minutes to destroy it. So A, be really careful with what you do. B, work at it and work at it consistently. And C, the one thing that I learned early on is this association game. For example, Kim Kardashian is famous. Anyone around her and who's continually around her will eventually also become famous. I did the same thing in the tech space. I noticed back in the days, bloggers like Pete from Mashable, Michael Arrington from TechCrunch, O'Malley from GigaOM, etc. All these people were really popular. I hit them all up and I said, you know what? I want to help you guys with your SEO and your marketing and I can get you more traffic. And you know what? I'll do it all for free. I don't want a single dollar. They're like, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't care for anything, but I'll love it if you can put my logo on your website and also write a blog post on the results that I provided. If I don't provide any results, don't write anything. A lot of them said, okay, I remember my deal with Michael Arrington. I got him more than 30% more traffic. And once I got him that traffic, he not only helped promote me by linking to me in the sidebar of TechCrunch, he also did an email blast to a lot of his VC friends, venture capitalists who invest in companies. And he told them, hey, you should have your portfolio companies hire Neil. Look what he did to my traffic. He can do this to your portfolio companies. So it goes back to association. If other people who are really popular in your space say wonderful things about you, you will also become pretty popular. I love it. I love it. Key takeaways here. You're playing the long game. 
and you have to also build relationships at the same time. So with that being said, we're going to close this episode out. As always, please subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating. Let us know what you think. We're always wanting to get better. We want to improve. Let us know what you think. And this, we'll see you in the next episode of Marketing School. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.